Blog Talk Radio. Tony, how you doing? Yeah, I'm super fantastic. Every day. <laughs> super fantastic. Wake up, wake up. This is TNT Denar. We've been waiting so long, but we made it this far. If yeah. you're feeling like I'm feeling, you know it's so hard. Gotta keep your head up. Keep your faith in the Lord and re restore the truth. Breaking down the walls, over 10,000 people waiting on the call and when it all comes into reality, it's over with. It's so close, I can feel it like a super hit. You never had it, you keep your head when you cash it. Outlast it, you ain't even got a flash it. How you doing, Tony? I'm super fantastic. Far from past it, now close your eyes and imagine. Those that been down, bouncing back like elastic. How many really trying to do something that's so drastic? Ask it. If you see another fella of the Denar era of making their life better, yeah. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Triple P, Pam, known as Already Blessed. We done heard half the news. We waiting on the rest. We waiting to fetch. Remember that we on the same map. Tony and Ray Rand, the brothers on the same path. It's time for a transference of wealth and ain't trying to be left with my life on the shelf. Can't do it by myself. We got to do it together. A life of wealth. We living like to live it forever. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. It was all a dream, but now it's a reality. Now it's where it has to be. Just keep your faith and you will see. It's a catastrophe, but just be patient, though. It's incredible how he used the oddest things to bless your soul. TNT, the Tony Raven, where you at? People waiting on the intel call to hit you back. Raven got the ladies going crazy on the open mic call. Midnight to the break of dawn is going on. Uh. Living in a time where we really know we need it. You gotta believe it, ain't no time to be conceited. This blessed life I cherish like the air that I'm breathing. No grieving, listen to the words that I'm speaking. Listen. Lifetime of wealth transferred to the believers. Yeah. Know somebody ready, I can hear it through the speakers. Yeah. IQD reevaluation, waiting with anticipation. I'm patient and impatiently waiting to be patient. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. We getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. We got the ladies going crazy on the open mic call. Midnight at the break of dawn is going on. Uh. Living in a time where we really know we need it. You gotta believe it, ain't no time to be conceited. This blessed life I cherish like the air that I'm breathing. No grieving, listen to the words that I'm speaking. Lifetime of wealth transferred to the believer. Know somebody ready, I can hear it through the speakers. IQD reevaluation, waiting with anticipation. I'm patient and impatiently waiting to be patient. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. We getting ready for the RV. We getting ready for the RV. We getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. We getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. We getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. We getting ready for the RV. Let's go. Super fan.
To start conference recording, press 1. To return to the conference, press star. The recording has started. It's time. Welcome to the Information Superstation, TNT. Hosted by that dynamic duel, Tony and Ray Rinfro. They're super fantastic and fantabulous, sir, to the nth degree. Bringing you the latest and greatest Iraqi dinar revaluation information from around the globe, east to west, it's the best. So sit back, relax, and get ready to have your mind blown in the TNT Intel Zone. Good afternoon, TNT. Super fantastic family. Today is Monday, July the 12th, 2021. Raven 98 here, along with. Right. Good morning, TNT. It is Monday, and we're back in action. All right, Ray, what's the good news? Anything well, go out? out over the weekend. It's all oh. quiet. Anything going out this morning? Um, not to my knowledge. Oh, you're supposed to say, Ray's Ray not reading the script, brother. You're supposed to say, <laughs> whatever you tell him, that's what's going out. <laughs> Man, I wish we did have a script. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. So, let me see, that just made me think of something. It may be even why I said it. I don't even know. Anyway, I got a notification yesterday, you know, a text from somebody sent it to me that this girl, Angela, Angelica, shit, I can't even know what her name was. Let me see. I wish I could. Am I looking in the right place? Did you get it, Ray? You didn't get it. No. Because, um, shit, I don't know. I can't see it. Anyway, and you guys know I give you uh, the good, bad, and the ugly. And sometimes I give you too much. I'm sure of that. Because then you start thinking about something else. Um, so this guy, um, oh, no, I'm sorry. My name is Cynthia. Here we go. Cynthia. I'm Cynthia. Because I always address it lately because things are getting worse and they're actually getting better about remarks and information that people are putting out to you guys. And they don't understand, like he's saying, I, I bear the brunt of the junk they put out because then everybody's concerned and scared and all that. So she puts out an email to all the Fleming distractors Here's what I have to say, and she says, get a clue. So that everything that Fleming is putting out, Lewis is putting out, is direct from the DLD. So they, they write his script. They tell him what to say, blah, blah, blah. There's one or two things, and it's always military contract. If it's the same script being reread every day, every, and by that, I mean, how many times can the funds be paid out? Can the payroll guys be paid? How many times have they started liquidating accounts and nobody ends up with any money? 
I don't care if my committee guy told me that. I don't care if the Treasury told me that, everybody, that money is flowing, money is flowing. You can't tell me that every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Well, the money's now flowing. You can't tell me 20 times they're paying in England, they're paying in France, they're paying in Canada, but they're not paying in the U.S., and nobody has any money. I mean, they can be getting ready to do a lot of things. They can be preparing to do a lot of things, but this guy just is constantly, constantly telling everybody's getting paid for us. So when I look at that and say, I don't care, you know, my nephew don't have any front teeth, can't even read, got more sense than that. You're not going to keep telling him the same thing over and over, and he's going to keep believing you every day you wake up and, yeah, I got paid again, got paid again, but my bank account's empty. It, it just don't make any sense. Our government is not even, I don't think, stupid to put things out well, according to them they are, but that you would keep believing that same thing over and over again, what they say? Hey, take it out of that envelope, put it in this envelope, and send it back to him again. He don't care. He's going to read it. He's going to tell people this is the real life. We got to look at it, and that's why I'm going to tell you guys what's going on, and I'm going to tell you just what I've been seeing. This is what the articles say. This is what they say. This is what the bank says. And to me, this is what makes sense because all that shit don't make sense. Because he keeps putting out over and over, and and, and and I don't care if he's weird, but some of it I read, and I'm telling you guys, so you don't have to hit me. Okay, you don't have to say you don't have to say Tony. Here it is again, because I read it, and part of it sounds reasonable, and, and that's what makes it so difficult. I'm not just talking about training. I'm talking about boots. I'm talking about the ones who put all this shit out about Trump taking over on August the 6th or 12th or whatever day it is, but about the government's going to riot, about the military running the country. About See, if all this stuff wasn't even in there and that they're really in charge of the RV and that Trump's still supposed to sign off on this or that and in order to make things happen, I mean, who does that make sense to? Who does any of it make sense to? Yeah. Sorry. I really wasn't going to start like this. But, but when I said script, it made me think about it. Because I've been reading this junk all weekend. It's just crazy. And then she came out with a, don't get mad at him. He's just reading what DOD tells him to read. Well, sometimes you got to grow up, think up, and say, I'm not going to do this. Now, I can say that. I can honestly say it, and I did tell you guys, Washington did ask me that years ago. We were doing it. We went through it when D.C. was here, when Pam was here, and, and they were calling me every morning. Yes, this is okay. And I, and I said, Sirs, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say it because I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to do that because I wasn't going to do it. It's ridiculous because I know it wasn't true, and I know it wasn't emotions. Things we did do had to be done, came back and told you. They caught people bringing money out of Mexico. They caught people in Iraq. They were over there. Everyone was in the cafes listening to our call. So there was a reason for some things as they were moving around. Today, uh, I believe that's the case. You're not getting it. And 
The subject doesn't make sense. Anyway, let me go. What does make sense? Well, what makes sense is Friday, I was told that Curtis Dan got paid, right? And I tell you, there's a schedule out for them um, to pay their people. And we know yesterday, all the news came out saying Curtis Dan got paid. So just like we said, they did get paid. I remember, um, I don't know if it was bus lady, broke down lady, too much air in the tires lady, or flat tire, anyway. I remember after how they get paid, they didn't get their money because they got their money. The real question was, how did they get their money? If the finance minister wasn't going to sign off on it. Well, supposedly Al Kazimi went around the finance minister, had the money sent anyway, because Kurdistan didn't try to get it. Well, this morning, Parliament's all in the uproar, forming a committee, subcommittee, investigate how he saw to give Kurdistan money, and the rest of the country didn't get their money. So Kurdistan did, in fact, get theirs. So that's the big uproar in Iraq this morning. Why did they get paid and nobody else got paid? Um, as far as the $200 billion goes, and now we all have it in print, exactly how it occurred. Yeah. The good news they're putting out this morning is explaining about deletion of the three zeros, putting it in print once again today. If you guys haven't seen the article, that it was built into the budget that has been planned for years. And these are the three reasons that it hasn't happened. And all three of those reasons we could say have happened, um, except for the, well, they're trying to mess with the stability. So stability of the country, stability of the rate which we know CBI always said that's what they were waiting for. But back in November, they said they had achieved that. January, they had. Well, Iran's trying to undo all of that. But they explained to the people exactly the benefits, the pros, cons of changing the rate and using the uh, MasterCard, the Visa card, how it works for them. All of that is in writing today. Both sides of it and the fact that they could do it. Now, what are we hearing? Banks thought it was going to go today. That's what we got Friday evening. So they saying Monday. Get ready for Monday. They said get ready for next week. Because I never thought it would be on Monday, and I'll tell you guys that constantly because it's too much over the weekend. Going. But Tuesday looks like a great day. But they put the schedule out. Curtis then said, we're going to pay out Sunday through Tuesday. They put the schedule out, exactly who's getting paid each day. And it should be completed. So I said, well, in that case, if they're going to be paying out Monday, I mean, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, well, I don't think it should happen before Wednesday. It's not in the middle of a payout. Once they pay them, it's easier to convert. That's just my thinking, where where we might go and where we might see it at. So we'll see what happens as far as that goes. But they um, 
Wait, they didn't pay out yesterday. They got the money. And they paid this, so they're going to start payouts today. So now it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, because it's three days to pay it out. So we, hopefully by Thursday we're ready to go. Now, the banks went from today to this week. It's still this week. Texas is still saying after the 15th. Where's the 15th? Oh, today's the 12th. Oh, that's after Wednesday. Didn't even look at that. Okay. So that's where Texas still is after the 15th, which could still be this week. So the rate is over $4, not quite $5. Um, one of the reasons that Iraq put out an article today that they can't do the three zeros is said because their rate is not global yet. They're not on 4X is what they said. It was one of the reasons that they gave. One of the reasons that they're not part of the WTO they put out this morning is because Iraq hasn't accomplished everything. They still have some things to be signed off. Yesterday, they were having a meeting with WTO, but they had the meeting on Friday and Saturday. They put the articles out yesterday when the meeting was already concluded. Today, the WTO says this is what we told them they had to be done in order to get in, and one of the things was to change their rate. So. We know it's all going to happen. And I'm trying to answer some of your questions before we get started. Because, yeah, people um, who are explaining there's pros and cons for changing the rate, there's people coming out saying the rate's not going to change until 2022 because that makes sense because now we're over half the year because the rate is already in the budget, the rate that they have because the election is coming up in October, which none of that makes any sense. And we discussed it before. There's a whole new government coming in October, supposedly. And we don't know who they're going to vote in, who they're going to vote out. But it's still going to be a new government. And then all that back and forth mess starts over because there's new people in there who have different opinions. They're arguing over hard three or four months like they normally do who is actually the new prime minister or president as the groups get together, the economy can't take all that. They absolutely cannot take all of that and have the investors come in or get the loans and money that they want or get accession to the WTO if all that happens. So we know it's going to be prior to the election, should be prior to the end of this month. So the only big factor that we're looking at, I think, other than that is what's going to happen in the meeting when al comes here. As they said, by the end of the month. They haven't set the exact date. But by the end of the month, he's going to come, he's Biden, and they're going to work out the final details of our relationship with Iraq when our soldiers leave, who leaves, when they come. So... Think of this. No, guys. Okay, Claudia. Okay. Think of this, guys. Uh, the big thing is to get the armed forces out. The big thing is to stop the corruption. 
the great thing is to see how to get Iran out of the business. And a lot of that is the talks with Iran, the talks with Al-Kazini. But this is the worry of the day, the worry of today. Iraq is posting that the um, National Guard is going to leave Iraq. The U.S. National Guard, they're over there, okay? Are going to leave Iraq and be be replaced by U.S. Special Forces. Now, that does concern the militia. They are concerned about it. Iran is concerned about it that the U.S. is bringing the special forces back to Iraq while removing everybody else because they are primarily used over there to hunt down their leaders, to hunt down problems. So they're already talking about the leaders of the militia are talking about leaving Iraq and leaving their people there, but all the leaders are going to leave and try and operate out of Iran and tell them what to do because they're scared that special forces are coming in to hunt them down. Will that change the dynamics? I think it'll change the whole thing. We'll see what it did earlier. Change the truth. But we'll see. So a lot of news coming out the last three days. Still moving forward. Banks still think it's going to be this week. There are good reasons for it to be this week. As far as our community getting courtesy and paid, uh, as far as them putting out again, why they want everybody on the electronic money system, the problems that it stops, the advantages that they have. So they're still educating the people as far as that goes. And uh, we're in the, the, the banks did get manned, started Saturday. So they're fully manned and ready to go, waiting for something to happen. And the only thing we're looking at is they did beats in Texas, still sitting at home. All right, ready, let's do it. Okay. Let's see. Sadie says, in your opinion, how much time should we wait after the RV to give large amounts to our charities? The small amounts I'm not worried about. It's the large size checks. What will draw attention in your eyes? Hmm. Well, Large to some is small to others and vice versa. I don't know. So whatever am I looking for? All I know is they ask us not to move more than $500,000 the first 30 days. That's all I can tell you. Now, I don't know what a large amount is. All right. Well, for me, I wouldn't be doing anything to any charity until after I have my own established and then, through that charity, make donations to other charities, small, large, medium, doesn't matter. It'll all come from the foundation. So you don't have to worry about drawing attention. Okay. Um, Lalo the Palo says, I have a small amount of dinar and three children. Would it be better to exchange in my name? and put it in a trust for them, or just give it to them and let them exchange it? I don't know. What do you think? Well, my first thought is, what do you know and understand about trust 
to be asking that type of a question because the people that fully understand trust and what it serves, the first issue that you've tackled is ownership versus control. And when you understand the advantages of control, then ownership takes a back seat. If you put it in trust, there's control for them and possibly even for you if you're afraid they're going to spend too much money too fast. But if you give it to them, they own it. They can do whatever they want with any amount and not have the financial discipline that managing it in an entity structure would give them. So that would so be my response. Is the decision about um, educating and protecting them from themselves, or is the decision about who's going to pay taxes if the money goes forth and what it's used for? Um, are those the things that people have to look at when they decide which way they're going to do that, or is that even the concerns? that people have when they're deciding which way they're going to look at it. Well, it could be. And some of their concerns are misplaced. Who's going to pay the tax is irrelevant. If you're you're working from control versus ownership, that's the decision. Do you want to have control or the liabilities of ownership? Then that will dictate whether you're going to use entities or give it out right to the person and say, here, do what you will with it. But if you already know better, and if you know the differences between ownership and control, and know which one is the better one for any person, then you would be doing them a disservice if you didn't make that information available to them, or even make the decision for them. Knowledge is power. The more knowledge you have, the more power you can yield in the right direction. So, Lalo, okay. what was the ver- purpose for trust to begin with? But if you truly understand ownership versus control, then the question is automatically answered. It is for me. I'm not giving anybody any money, period. They'll be in charge of a whole lot, but they won't own it. Okay, we'll go to the next caller then, if you're good, Tom. Well, wait a minute. Now, um, you know, we always talk about do we want to give our, our family members, parents, or people on government programs, health and all that, uh, social welfare programs, because we know their income could cause them to lose those actual programs. And I ain't just going a little bit over that four or five thousand. I'm not talking about fifty thousand or five million could cause them to lose all of their benefits and everything. So then we have to look at, and you guys have to look at it too. Even putting them in a trust, or because they they will come after their trust. I already know that. If they're the beneficiary of the trust, that will count against them because. If you're in a housing program or a social program, you know, they go through five years of financial history. If you sold anything, traded off anything, all they look at all that before they approve it. 
but they will go after a trust. You got a trust to know there were money, and they will go after it if it's yours. So I'm saying then instead of giving that person, you know, the bare minimum 1500 or having to pay all your bills every month, it still may count against them. I'm not sure. Is it a better benefit to make them in charge of a trust? Not the beneficiary, but in charge of Yeah, I would never have someone be the beneficiary of a trust. Not, not if it's for them, I wouldn't have them be the beneficiary. Because everything you just said could surface and be an issue. That's where they have to learn the game, so to speak. It's it's just like the the corporation. The corporation was created for one purpose, but people use it for something entirely different. It was created as a liability protection tool for business owners. But the average person that starts up a business is in, encouraged, advised to get incorporated or be an LLC, but for what reason? For the tax advantages, as well as the liability. But you're just starting off with what you're going to need liability for. You don't have anything. You just started up a business. So why are you LLC on day one or S Corp on day one? Because tremendous tax advantages. The tool wasn't designed for that, but people have learned how to utilize it. So you utilize trust the same way. What's the best position out of the three positions of a trust? Grantor, trustee, and beneficiary? Trustee. That's the best position out of all three of them. It's the one with the most power. It's the one that has the most flexibility for the individual that holds that title. But that's something people have to learn. They just can't look at a trust and just say, oh, yeah, this is what what we should be doing. No, because if you look at the trust, you're going to see that it's a tool that is designed for the beneficiary. Just like the corporation was designed for liability protection. It wasn't designed for tax advantages, but that became a great byproduct. And learning how to utilize the trustee position is a great byproduct of the trust, which makes it even more favored than the beneficiary position, because the beneficiary position represents ownership. The trustee position represents control. And if I can control every aspect of your life, like guardianship or conservatorship, you guys hear that on the news lately, that's people controlling somebody else's life. don't need to own you. You still feel my slave to a degree. If I can control every aspect of your life, but I don't own you. Now, if I owned you, you would be my slave. Go back in history. Back then, if you were a slave, someone had every control over every part of your life and what they said happened or went because they owned you. Now people are learning how to control people just like they control assets. It's an interesting concept, but it's not uh, brand new. It's not. And all you guys do know it because everybody's been seeing what's been going on with Britney Spears in the news. And 
unfortunately, that is how it works. Wait, some of you younger people like Walt might not, or or uh, who else, Marjan Lady, or uh, Danny. Well, I mean, they may not know who Britney Spears is. So anyway, <laughs> we'll go on. <laughs> Uh, okay. Tippy must not have been listening to the last call. Tippy uh, says, please let us know if the boulevard will be in the basket, and is that a good investment for our wonderful TNT group? I know nothing it's about cool, the boulevard, to tell you That's my answer. Bishop Bullwinkle. Okay, I got you. Yeah, some folks know what that means. But but for the ones that missed the the last call and didn't listen to the playback, you know, we talked about various currencies that have that are surfacing that are uh, people are nibbling on being interested in. You have to crunch the numbers. What is the Bolivar projected to be when it revalues? And is that a better deal than the Dom? the rupiah, the dinar, the real. If it's a better deal, then put your money on it. If it is not a better deal, then I wouldn't put my money on it. Why go for 10% returns when you can go after 10,000% returns with the same money? That's how you determine which one is a better deal. Now, we've been giving you the currencies that are going to not be 10,000% returns. Some of us did the math on it. Unless our math was wrong, we calculated over 400,000% return on the rupiah, on the dinar, and even higher on the dom. And now that sanctions are being dropped against the real, which we've been told all along that the real was not going to be affected, even though uh, it didn't seem likely. Now it does seem likely. But that percentage is going to be up to 100,000% also from where it is now to where it's going. Boulevard is not going to be 400,000% when it revalues, if it revalues. Well, I'm sure it will eventually when they get through with all those political strikes that's going on over there. It's going to do something because it went down dramatically. So at least it'll come back to where it was or maybe grow, but not 400,000%, not 500,000%, not 700,000% like the ones we have been talking about and teaching you about for the last however many years that we've been doing this. So I hope that helps out. Punch the numbers, folks. Somebody may come screaming and holler at you tomorrow. Such and such currency. It's on the screen. Do the math. Is it on the screen? At what rate is it projected to be? Do the math. Then you'll know beyond a shadow of a doubt, I should move some of my money over here instead of where it was on a particular currency. Hope that helps out for folks that are really getting sucked into all these currencies that are supposedly in the first basket. Any other comments on it? 
So I'll move on. Nope. Nope. Yeah. Okay, let's see. BAP says, <laughs> what is the most important piece of advice that each of you could give to us for after the RV occurs? Well, for me, I'm going to say real quick, take your time. Don't rush to do anything. Learn what is out there first, then make your move. Okay. I want to give it some good thought. What is the most important thing? So I wanted to say the most important thing to do was to make sure you could get Ray's number and call him every morning before you start and say, hey, this is what I plan on doing. See what he says. <laughs> Which I have no doubt in my mind some of you actually are going to do, you know, especially from open mic, ladies. <laughs> All right. But, guys, the most important thing you can do after you get your money, you have to do before you get your money. You have to do today if you don't already have it done, and that is to have a plan. Because if not, you're just going to be living in chaos from that point on. Even if you don't have your plan written out like you should, you should at least have it in your head and should have been developing it the whole time for the last 10, 15 years. So the most important thing you can do after you get the money is to follow your plan because it was reasonable, rational thinking when you put the plan together. I would hope it was anyway, versus what's going to happen when all this money is staring you in your face and it's free to flow any direction you want it to. Because at that point, everybody's going to come after you for something. And by come after you, I mean, hey, can I get 10 grand? Can I get five grand? Hey, will you help me buy this house? Hey, can we start this business? Because you're going to tell everybody you're a multimillionaire now. Or you're a billionaire now. Or you got eight, nine hundred thousand dollars and all your friends, family, and neighbors who didn't get it think that's forever money because they don't realize yet, like you're going to soon realize, a million dollars is not any money. I'm telling you that. I'm telling you that from personal experience. A million dollars is not any money. <laughs> you know what I'm not. I know we want to say that it is, but trust me, it is not. So... Afterwards, when you got all this and it's sitting there and, you know, if you don't follow that plan, you'll probably be halfway, three-quarters through your money trying to figure out where it's going, trying to figure out how to get some of it back, and you'll look at, oh, yeah, there's the plan over there. If I would have followed the plan from the beginning when I had all the money, my plan would have probably worked. But now I only got half my money left or a third of it. And now I want to go follow the plan. And the plan doesn't even make sense. So the best advice I can give you 
you have to do before you get the money, and that is to have the plan for you to be able to follow. All right, who's next? Okay, next question was about rates, which we did that on the last call. Rates haven't changed, guys. Still the same, so there's no new info on the rates. So we'll go to live individuals, 209 area code. You are on. Well, good morning and good afternoon. First of all, Ray, I'd like to say thank you. Good morning. I'd like to say thank you for doing the webinar for us. I had an opportunity finally to be able to listen to it, and it was good information. So I want to thank I want to thank you for doing that and putting on a replay for us because I was unable to get on the original. Um, the next thing I want to ask or state is, did you guys hear on CNN Business News Wednesday that HSBC, one of our main lead banks, is winding down much of its U.S. business to turn its attention to richer clients? It said that um, they were closing most of their retail banking locations in the country, reducing it from 148 branches to about 25 that those will remain will be turned into international wealth management centers. And while the HSBC will remain in the United States, its team there will switch the focus to retail business to international banking and wealth management, and specifically the needs of globally connected, affluent, and high net worth clients. Are they, do you think they're getting ready for um, setting up the RV because they're one of the lead banks and they know what's going to be coming up? When did they say they were going to put all that into effect? Well, they just announced it Wednesday that they were going to do it. They didn't give a time period. But they announced it so Wednesday. So HSBC said they're only going to talk with the most influential people or the richest people now, which they've already set up. Abbott Downing and everything else is Wells Fargo, so $50 million and above. And then Wells Fargo says they want nothing to do with any of you. So I don't even know what we want to even call ourselves now. Well, well, anyway, any signature loans anymore. You, you poor people, I've got to give you one on your signature and everything else. So they're doing away with that business. Why? Because they only want the retail, the commercial, the professional loans themselves, because, yes, they know that's where the money is getting ready to be. It's all going to flow through there as the economy turns around. As we create businesses and opportunities and investments, they don't have time for the little people anymore, either on a global scale or U.S. scale. But what they're not doing, because that's what everybody, even my daughter asked me, are they going out of business? Not hardly. <laughs> and they're, they're doing what Bank of America, Chase, uh, Citibank, and everybody else did. They said, I don't want to mess with those people anymore. I don't want the toothless crackheads. I don't want the people who put money in the bank for 30 days and then their bank account says zero. I, you know, we're not dealing with those people anymore. It's basically all the same. Wow, that makes it tough for about 99% of the people now. Okay, um, my next question is, you mentioned that... Let me tell you something. Was... Let me tell you something. Hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm going to go to something else. I'm, I'm going to give it to all you guys. 
too. So, because, you know, um, when I was in network marketing, I said, everybody used to tell me I'd give away too much information. All the other guys on the stage, when we were traveling around the country on the stage and doing our seminars and training. And I said, this is what I learned a long time ago, long time ago. Even when I did local seminars here in town, I could tell a hundred people exactly what to do, exactly, and say, this is how much money you will make if you do this. And I could have no fear of it because I know only two of those people are actually going to do it. Everybody else just wanted to hear it. They just wanted to imagine doing it. Well, ooh, if I could do this or that. But you're never going to go do it because they just don't. And she, you know, I was talking to a friend with, and he said that old saying still goes, if you really want to hide something from people, put it in a book. <laughs> put it in a book. In black and white where they can see it. And you'll never have to worry about them finding it if you just won't. And I'm going to say that for this is what I'm saying. You guys are going to have money. There's opportunities out there. For you guys who don't know, that this is what, 2021? I think in, shoot, I can't remember, 2010, 2008, when I developed and had my own debit card. It was very own. It took me three years, about three years to get it. You guys know, it cost me $400,000 to get my own debit card. And I got it for a reason. I tell you that that's why I wanted a bank because I wanted to run my card through my bank, which made sense. Even if I just gave it out, gave it, listen, gave it to a million people and charging $3 a month, that's $3 million a month, that's what, $36 million a year for doing nothing but owning the card, and it only cost me $400,000. And I had to go through a whole lot to get it, I mean, as far as going through the banks going through Visa, getting the design approved, getting every word approved. It's a process. But 400000 would bring you $36 million a month, depending on what, on a year, depending on what bank you go to. And I'm saying that because I don't care what the bank does. I don't care who they want and don't want. The ultimate decision relies with you on what you're going to do with this money. If you just said the bank just told me, I don't want any of these monthly bankers. The debit card business is an $8 billion a year business. And I don't care if you spent 400000 handed out 100 cards, and it made you $3 million a month, okay, or a year. Or it made you 300000 a year forever. Is it worth it? Yeah. So, again, whatever it is, it may not be that. That's just one industry I'm talking about because I still have my cars, my design, everything else. Everybody else has to look at, is there more than one debit card? Yep. Maybe the best way to win, you know, or there's wealth enough to share. It could be 100 of them, 100,000 of them, depending on what people got, but is it worth it? Yes. So, again, my point was, if they don't want you, then you have two options. Make them want you, making more, or do it on your own. So it doesn't mean it's the end of the world just because they don't want you. It means 
the cream rises to the top. And you got to decide, is that you? That's what it means. Anyway, sorry, I just had to throw that in there. Go ahead, since we're complaining about the bank. Go ahead. (laughs) Well, it was good information. Thank you. Um, You did mention at the beginning of the call that the um, dinero was over $4, but not quite $5. Does that mean the contract weight may have gone up higher than the $28.50? No, that is the contract rate. The, the okay. sweet rate of the dinar is never going to be up to twenty eight fifty. It's just not. Okay. And the contract rate is twenty eight fifty. Okay, and I should have known that. I, I didn't think that went out. Um, for clarity in my mind, you said that. Um, do we have? To, you didn't say. Let me erase that. Do we have to wait till the Kurds get paid Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, and then we get paid on Thursday? Is that what you said? I mean, do we have to wait for the Kurds to be fully paid? I think it's my question. I, okay, and that's a good question. I said that is what makes sense to me. Until that is all paid out, early paid, and then flip the rate for everybody at one time instead of in in the middle of that. Especially since the rest of Iraq hasn't gotten paid, and that's what they're all complaining about. Hey, wait a minute! You paid them. You haven't even paid all of us. And he may say, "Yeah, but we're going to exchange." the rate before we pay all of you, but we want to get them paid right now. I don't know. But I said that before, even if they paid it to them, they're putting it all on their cards, so they're doing it electronically. They're not lining up at the banks or anywhere. Courtesy is way ahead of Baghdad and the rest of the country as far as getting their people signed up on debit cards, everything else, and their banking system, so it's easier to do it that way. So I'm not saying it's absolute. I'm saying that's what it's heading to, and I'm giving you hints that maybe that's what I've been told. Okay. And Thursday is the 15th, so it's a good, strong possibility. My last question, thank you for your patience. I was on the call, but I evidently missed the rates. So Friday's call, you said you gave rate, or Ray gave rates. Somebody did. Gave rates, but I did not hear them for some reason. Would you mind repeating them? I don't know. I don't do rates. I don't, I don't have no idea what the rates are. Ray? <laughs> Ray? Well, they're recorded Ray. on the calls. <laughs> I was on the call, but I didn't hear it. I must have got sidetracked or something because I did not hear it. I was on the call. Well, no, I don't think we did rates on Friday, but I was just saying we've done rates and they haven't changed since the last time that we that we share them. Okay. Um, All right. And so the Zim one time was at 11, but there, there was one point, because I have it in my notes here um, from one of my calls, that it was mentioned at 70, 75, and 85. Is that a yes or no? Incorrect? Correct? You said for the Zim? Yeah. 75, 85. Uh, it was in Ju- no. actually it was on June yeah. it was on June seventh call. I wrote that. I, know, I was gonna say the highest I think it's ever been is eighty cent. It could have been eighty five. I can't remember. Okay, so are we still there? Or are we back down to eleven? No, we've always been in in that range. Eleven is the bottom. Nobody says this. Probably not gonna be eleven. I remember 10 notes or more, it was over 30 cents. We don't know who's going to get the 80 cents. 
but we know you're going to have to have 10 notes or more because you need 10 notes or more to get to 30 cents. Okay. So anything over that is just going to be what it is. Okay. Well, you guys have answered my question. I appreciate all the help and all the teaching, and I'm out. Thank you. All righty. All right. Thank you. 404 area code, you are on. Hi, Tony, and hi, no, Ray. I'm not and ready for her yet. <laughs> Excuse me? Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Good morning to you. Um, I'd like to go back to, to the attitude and the response on, on the people. Um, you, you've alluded to, to that, of course, the fact of, you know, why somebody getting paid and, and we aren't and, and the like. And you're, you use the terminology in an uproar. I was curious, um, are they to the point of being in an uproar like in the past that they're going to take to the streets? Or has the, the explanation being given to them pacified them and they realize that they are in the line and that, you know, just be patient, it's going to be happening very soon? What, what kind of feedback uh, are your sources giving you on that? Okay, the people weren't in an uproar. Parliament members were in an uproar. So they were in an uproar saying that he broke the law, that their constitution says he can't do what he did. And especially if you haven't even paid the people. So they're just trying to get the people on their side. We know it's all about the corruption in Parliament. And those are the ones that are in the uproar because it advances the RV taking place and they're trying to do everything they can to stop the RV from taking place. So yeah. not the people are not in the streets upset about courtesy and getting paid. Parliament members. Great. Thanks for really making that, that point clear because, uh, you know, invariably I must admit that, you know, when you hear, when I hear the terminology in an uproar and, you know, upset or this sort of thing, it brings to, to mind, uh, you know, going back into to Rear Square and, and you know, the, the uproar and fatalities and that sort of thing. So it's good to know that, you know, it's the people are, are being patient on that. Um, with, with respect to the, the comments on what your banking sources had told you uh, last week and that uh, as of Friday that they were really saying it looks like it's going to be Monday of next week, which could have been today, and now that they are saying by the, the end of the week, have they gotten into, I, I confess, I'm getting to be a date and rate thing. You've given us the rates and <laughs> I'm trying to figure out the date, that the the by the, the end of the week, are they counting Saturday because they do do banking on Saturday, or are they saying, you know, a week is Monday through Friday? Have they been any specific in that respect? Um, no. So this is what happened, so you guys know. Um, so on Friday, they came out with, with you know, Monday. Um, we think it's going to go on Monday, and they're bringing the people in, which, again, I never agree with Monday. For a reason, so um, I didn't give it too much credence, and I don't want to say that and hurt anybody's feelings or anything. But that's why they put it out. And we we didn't put it out over the weekend. Um, they had meetings. Treasury was meeting with banks. Treasury was meeting with our um, market leaders, um, our, our traders. They were meeting with banks. They were setting up um, procedures 
discussing possibilities of when these things are going to happen. And they met on Saturday and Sunday. And I still don't have the full update of what happened because uh, it was late into the evening yesterday and I haven't talked to them today. So they were all preparing for some discussing or making sure they're on one page. So again, with that taking place, even though some bank started today, I still think it's not going to happen today. First of all, because it's Monday. So it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And then again, uh, because Kurdistan didn't pay yesterday, they said they're going to start Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. And just common sense is, to me, and my common sense may not be any good, I don't know, is telling me they're not going to do it in the middle of those. They just sent them the money, and they're waiting for them. And we're lucky Kurdistan is doing everything electronically, all straight to their cards. So nobody's standing in line and having to get paid and getting caught in the middle of a transaction. So it makes sense for them to do what they're going to do and by Thursday, Friday, be ready to do this. So that's my understanding. I didn't ask them for the end of the week, Friday or Saturday, because in Iraq, that's the beginning of the week. Mm-hmm. But right. we'll get more information as it goes. But they're gearing okay. up for something. Well, that's good news in terms of gearing up uh, sort of thing. I'm still interested with respect to Texas and the fact that we're getting closer and closer to that 15th uh, date that they've always alluded to. And, you know, you, you've explained that it's, there's a report of some sort that they are expecting to, to be able to access on, on the 15th. Then you've utilized the terminology after the 15th, which would then be saying the 16th onward. So what have they clarified that at all, that there could be this report on the 15th and simultaneous or shortly thereafter Texas would feel comfortable with the 15th itself, or is it still leading into the after the 15th, which put it, puts that at the you know, latter part of the month, starting with the 16th? Okay. So they are saying after the 15th, all right? Okay. They're saying on the 15th is their next update. Right. Of, to tell them exactly when it's going to happen, hopefully or stretch it back out or whatever it is. So they're saying nothing's going to happen until after the 15th because we're not even getting updated until the 15th. Right? Okay. So <laughs> we can look at it very easily because I'm going to put on my dinar goggles with you so I can, you know, help you envision this. If all the other banks are like um, high schoolers, because that's part of them are given, and they're being taught and showed and, and getting prepared because they just don't do things. They want to know why am I doing this, what am I doing, exactly how I should do it. Great. Then that's what the other banks are doing. Come Wednesday, Thursday, when Texas get ready to go, we're going to make them fifth or sixth graders, the whole state of Texas. And, you know, when they go to school, teachers just say, go do this. And fifth or sixth graders just go do it. Don't rhyme me. Okay, that's what you say. And it could be just that simple. They're saying, hey, we're just going to send them in. It's one state, one time, and they're just going to do what they told everybody else who might have to think about this for a little bit. Sure. Now, I'm sure we could flip that whole thing around, but I like to pick on Texas, so I'm going to go with that version. Well, I'll let uh, – I'll let 
our, our best lady take that one on and when she comes on. <laughs> but again, I, I keep. My, I guess my hope is is that you know they can have a report early on the 15th, and they could still be doing something in the latter part of the day on the 15th, and we might see something on Thursday, and I'd have to wait until Friday or Saturday or whatever. So. Whatever. We know we're getting real close and appreciate all that you guys have done and are continuing to do for us 10 days from whenever this actually happens. We know that that very special TNT Super Fantastic or Pay It Forward project is going to happen, and we look forward to that. And, again, thank you very, very much. Have yourself a great Wealth Coming to Us Monday. May today be the day. Close to it. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Four zero nine. Oh, good You're morning, on. Ray. Good uh, Hi. Let's see. Good morning, Tony. Good afternoon, Ray. Um, I have good a morning. question, Ray. <laughs> I have a question about the webinar, Ray. Um, I really enjoyed it. It had a lot of really good information in it. But and I did submit a question, but you weren't able to answer it during the webinar. So perhaps you could clear it up for me. Uh, using sure. the uh, using the uh, example of the shoebox, okay, and okay. I understand, you know, okay, so the analogy is a shoebox, but in reality, what would that be, like a savings account, or what would that be? Yes, hopefully it would be something that would be generating interest. That was my but question. But I used the, the shoebox are, as just a simple, safe place to put money. Because people can identify okay. with that. They know it's safe if it's in their shoebox. Right, right. Okay, so let me ask you this. Let's say in the scenario that I've negotiated it, <clears throat> excuse me, and they're going to pay me, I don't know, 20% annually, okay, on, on all my money, all right? Now, okay. if I go after this line of credit, Let's just use a, a, a let's just say twenty million. I want I need twenty million. I have it in my hand, but I want to do a line of credit and assuming they'll give it to me. So I would move twenty million into a, a separate account and then they would automatically take it or I would pay it monthly the amount that they set, right? Uh, if they yes. say, Okay, you have to pay it back a million a month. For 20 months or something. Okay. Now, question, do they charge interest? Because they actually pay the, the $20 million, don't they? In other words, it doesn't okay. come out of your shoebox. You're still getting paid your interest right. on they're, that 20 It's a line of credit. So, yes, they're they're providing the $20 million if you spend it all in one pop. You spent the $20 million okay. on the line of credit. Now you have to pay it back. It was a loan. Okay, but they'll continue paying me the 20% interest on what's in that shoebox just as if it weren't in the shoebox, right? Correct. If you put it into an interest-earning vehicle, it will always be okay. earning interest and, for you. And it also – then they also pay the 1% interest that you discussed during the webinar. Right. But that that'll be okay. against the balance. That's on your debt. Right. Right. So my best bet then let's say I wanted to buy something for twenty million dollars. Okay. I get a twenty million dollar line of credit, right? 
I don't okay. pay any interest on that. I put twenty Correct. million in an account that is earning, say twenty percent interest, right? And mm, then okay. in addition, they take they give me one percent against my balance as I pay it off. That's the way that works? Yes. Wow. Well, that's awesome. I was going to go up. Okay, one more question. If, <clears throat> excuse me, you made the statement, I believe, that, of course, it is credit, and they may not want to give you $20 million to start with, right? So Correct. would you be, at that point, would you be better to, let's say you're wanting to buy a really expensive house and they won't give you a loan of credit, line of credit that much. Would you be better off negotiating during your exchange for either a low or no interest loan and then continue receiving the 20% and then uh, just do other things with the line of credit until they begin to up it? If that's necessary, yes. That would be the next alternative. If they won't give you a negative interest line of credit, then you try to get a zero interest loan or a low interest loan. Awesome. Okay. Oh, that is okay. wonderful. Yeah, Thank piece of cake. Thank you so much. Okay. Same. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. Hey, All right, what I want to know, since we don't know what you're talking about, is what size was the shoebox? Size ten. Oh, okay. <laughs> now, why is it we don't know what uh, what we're talking about? You know why we don't well, know? We because we didn't avail ourselves to the webinar that's available twenty four yep. hours a day, <laughs> along with several other thousand people who have not looked at it. So I'm just going to take it down because you know yeah. people aren't looking at it anyway. When I last checked, thirteen hundred people looked at it, and we have twenty thousand T and T members. In addition to okay, other thousands, so people. this is what you got. Any of them could go check it understand. out. Just what I said in my earlier comments. You can give all the information to everybody, but two mm-hmm. out of a hundred are actually going to go read it. I said that earlier. <laughs> it's the best place to hide some good information is put it in a book. <laughs> right. People are not going to go get it. So that's just the fact. We got 125,000 followers, and you're saying 1,300 went and looked at what you provided for free. Or just 20,000 TNT members that are in the form, mm-hmm. and 1,300 went and looked at what's for free. And that's just what it is. That's why, as a leader, innovator, or a teacher, you don't have to be scared because a lot of people are who are on stage. I'm not going to tell them all my secrets. I'm going to tell them everything. I'm going to give everybody the opportunity to do everything they can. I'm not going to be concerned about it because only two of them will go do it anyway. I wish it was 20 instead of two or 200 out of 1,000, and we could really affect change. But it is what it is. Don't get upset about it. Those 1,300 appreciate it. And like I said, you know, knowledge comes to you when you're ready for it, when you're ready to receive it. That's who it went to. And then just be happy, those 1,300, if they actually do something with it. That's all. You did your job. You did your job. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, put it there for the best of us, not the rest of us. 
Okay. They take advantage of it. Six one zero area code. You are on, sir. Hey, good afternoon, Ray, and good morning, Tony. G Man MPA. How are you? Hey, man. How you doing? Doing super fantastic, gentlemen. It is another dynamite day here in the USA. And Tony, earlier when at the beginning of the call you were talking about a script. I don't know if I need to do something with my script. Flip my script. Rip my script. What should I do with my script? <laughs> you know what? I think it's so nice you should say it twice. How about that? <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, man, All right. Here. Wait, look. I appreciate you. I'm sure Ray appreciates you, everything that you do. And and some days it even works. <laughs> I didn't miss it. Right. <laughs> well, I guess we need more right. days when it works. That's that's the key, right? <laughs> yeah. Alright. Alright. Long version, gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, for all of you who are new to the call and all of you who didn't know all these calls and all the means of communication that Ray and Tony use to keep us informed need to be paid for, and it's up to all of us out here in the currency community to make donations in order to keep this information superstation on the air. You can help by going to www.tntsuperfantastic.com, clicking on that red Donate button, and when you do, the name and address will come up to where you can send your checks and money orders made payable to Raymond Renfro. P.O. Box 1748 Elm City. That's just like the tree. Elm City, North Carolina, 27822. And ladies and gentlemen, when you're making out your checks and your money orders, please make your checks and money orders payable to Raymond Renfro. For those of you who'd like to donate electronically, we're utilizing the Venmo app. And when you go into the Venmo app, click on the business profile. And in the business profile, type in in all capital letters, TNT, hit the space bar once, and in all capital letters, the word super fantastic. Again, to donate electronically, we're utilizing the Venmo app. When you go into the Venmo app, click on the business profile. And in the business profile, type in in all capital letters, TNT, hit the space bar once, and in all capital letters, the word super fantastic. And your donations will go through electronically. Remember to do it today, ladies and gentlemen. You'll be very, very glad that you did. And when you are sending in your donations, please remember to include your phone number. That way it will make it easier for Ray to track those donations as they come in. As always, Ray and Tony, thank you for all you continue to do for us. Thank you to both of your families for continuing to share you with us. Thank you to those 13 task force members who are still out there making sure that the bankers and meeting facilities are going to be available for us post-RV so we can get all of that banking information. And as Ray has taught us, remember, verification, negotiation, diversification, protect your principal, KYW, know your worth. And Vegas, 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 and Raleigh, 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 so I can come join you and enjoy some of that good home style 
North Carolina Barbecue. Thank you, gentlemen. Make it a dynamite rest of the day. Thank you, sir. We do appreciate you. Thank you, sir. We really, really do appreciate you. All right. All right. You're very I welcome. I can't wait. You can have some barbecue, too. And, and, oh, yeah. Uh, Looking forward to Cornbread from, from Harris's. That's what we're going to do. All right. Thank you, sir. <laughs> have a good one. All righty. Thank you. All right. Two eight one, you're on. Well, hello, Ray. How you doing? Hey there, I'm fantabulous, sir. To the nth degree, and yourself? I'm good. Cannot complain. And good. Mr. Tony, how you doing? You know what? I am super fantastic. But I, I, I got a question for you before we get mm-hmm. started, because I know you got plenty of questions for me, but. I just want to know, does a bus use the same gas as a dump truck? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to answer that foolish. (laughs) 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 We use the same kind of gas you use in your vehicle. How about that? Oh, my God. Ah, you are funny. And then now, what's this about the school uh, classes and the first grade and the fifth grade? What's going on with that in Texas? You know, you know, Iraqi's average grade is the eighth grade. <laughs> you do know that. <laughs> <laughs> so, You're not getting ready to say that. I know you not. <laughs> Kurdistan. 
So that's why the mm. U.S. put him in there. Because mm. this whole uh-huh. thing dragging out years, 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 always came down to HCL of why it didn't happen in the past. So Al Kazimi put the deal together for HCL. That's why it's a done deal. Uh-huh. Even with Parliament saying, okay, we did that, but we're not ever going to pay him. So now he's paid them, even though he's saying it's not out of the budget, it's an advance, and Parliament doesn't like that, but he's secured more of their votes when it comes time. So now all Kurdistan was waiting, no, we're not going to decide on the RV deal so we get some money. Now you got your money. Now we're committed uh-huh. to getting this thing done. Puts more of the pressure on um, the Iranians and parliaments that's representing Iran in there. And those are the ones that are fighting. Those are the ones that are fighting the change. So now they see it starting to sway a little bit. That's why they were upset about it. That's why they never wanted them to get paid. They always want to make agreements. They just don't want to go through with it. So how significant is the amount that they were paid pertaining to what they were waiting on? Is this well, the amount that, that needed to be paid, or is it should have been more or less? I mean, because the amount, is it like 200 million dinar or something like billion dinar or something like that? What, 200 is that billion a, dinar, billion. Mm-hmm. which 200 billion dinar, which comes out to 1.3 trillion dinar a year, which is supposed to be when they took their share. So it comes out equal to what they're supposed to get. What they supposedly. need to get. Okay. Okay. I didn't yeah. know what that. All right. Okay. So. Uh, yeah. Remember, even with that, they're saying this is retroactive to January, everything that they're right. supposed to be getting paid for, and then they're ready to convert when they convert. Go ahead. Okay. So the monies that are on the card for the people that have gotten paid over there, it's obviously at the new rate. Is that safe to say? No, not in country. It's not. It's at the old okay. rate. Outside the okay. country, people with okay. international cards, they did get the new rate. And I'll tell you, wow. guys, cause people are going to say some stuff. The guys I talk to outside the country who have cards are from Kurdistan. Mm. I don't know if I should have went that far or not. <laughs> so... <laughs> So, um, well, I don't know. I told you guys years ago. They always get the information. They put it out before Baghdad. I always get the information two or three days earlier before the news articles come out. And even these last two, three weeks, I've been telling you stuff, and then they come out two days later they, mm-hmm. after that. So they obviously know what they're talking about, and uh, they're living it right now. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So have you talked to any of your banks in the U.S. today? Yeah, they just said this week. Uh, and, again, I talked to them on Friday, and they said Monday. But even, you oh, know, okay. they expected it today. Okay. Yesterday, they still expected okay. it today. They said something's going to happen tomorrow. And, you know, and mm-hmm. I hate to say it because I'm saying, no, it's not. It's going to happen tomorrow. No, it's not, which, of course, it didn't. But they're still saying this week. <laughs> Mhm. And your reasoning for it not happening on Monday, even though today is not over, you still don't feel like it happen. It could happen anytime today. Is for what reason? I don't for for two reasons right now. 
Normally I don't because Monday is the worst day for the bank to do international business or any other business because mm-hmm. they cut off 4 o'clock on Fridays, and they spend all Monday doing Friday evening, Saturday Monday, um, Saturdays banking, in-bank, and then ATM transfer, everything else that occurred over the weekend. They have dedicated that to Monday forever. That That's mm-hmm. their day. And we want to add this confusion on top of it, move those people out. Now, once we get started, it's built into those first 10 days. But just for it to mm-hmm. be a start date, I don't see it. In order for it to be oh. Monday morning, okay, two things would have to happen. The change would occur Sundays around 2 o'clock Eastern or Monday morning at 1 o'clock Eastern because they're mm-hmm. going to start the whole day. They're not going to shut down the market right in the middle change over all these rates and then do that. They do it at a certain time. And those so, times so didn't still, happen. So I oh, okay. I don't see it. Yeah. You so gotta remember it's not just Iraq's rate that's gonna change. It's gonna be a chain right. reaction. Okay. And they're not gonna do that in the middle of the day. Okay. Um two more questions. I'm gonna be real quick. The the first okay. the last second question to the last is how many countries are exactly involved in this revaluation or whatever you call it, global currency reset? Is it 209 or four or whatever? Is, do you know? No, I always thought it was 120-something countries, either 120 or 190. I can't remember exactly now when we were first Okay. Told. But in this first basket, there's only, uh, I want to keep saying nine, because we were concentrating on seven, but there was only nine okay. countries in this first basket and then six months. And this is over, guys. Even though it's a global currency reset, this is a four-year process of currency mm-hmm. changing different baskets and going through like that. Wait, okay. wait. Hold on for a second. Let me think about it for a minute. Hold on. We're told this was supposed to be completed by, I think, 2025. I don't know. Ray, can you remember? 2025 or 2024. Mm -hmm. The whole process was. Okay, that's a good question to ask, though. So, uh, was supposed to be completed by by that time. Every country is not going to. Every country is going to slightly change because they have to, because of the rates going back and forth. But everybody was going to have their turn. And again, just so oh. you guys know, that's why the second basket is there. That's why they changed the rules on who can participate in this. Because okay. now a lot more people have money and they want to make sure they're qualified in the future. All right. Go ahead. What's next? So they're they're releasing these baskets in different phases, I guess you could call it. This is the first basket, yep. and we don't set so many. It's going to be so many currencies in this first basket, and then up until 2025 or whatever that year is, throughout from now throughout that time, they'll be releasing more baskets. Is that how it's working? Yep, that's going to work. Okay, okay. My last question is: you, I know you said that the Treasury. Um, you know, you already asked having, too, right? Well, what was that you said but about that, that we know how to count things in Texas? <laughs> Did you say something about we know how to count? <laughs> See, let me, say, let me say this here now. See, look here. <laughs> that, wasn't, that, was a continu- 
that was a continuation of your answer that you gave me for my question. So I had to complete it in order for me to think clearly on what you said and get my answer. Is that all right? Okay. Now. Do anyway, you think clearly? Do you? All right, go ahead. <laughs> my last question is, you said that the Treasury was having meetings this weekend and preparing for this. In your opinion, with all the knowledge that you and, and your brother have, what possibly do you feel that these meetings could consist of? Is it more or less what we're going to be doing when we go into the banks or just getting the employees that's going to be participating in this ready? It has nothing to do with processes and procedures for us. For the no, you got to realize okay. and remember the, the bank's employees belong to the bank. The only thing between okay. the bank and the treasury is what they were concerned about before the global effect of this thing and how it's pushed out globally to affect everybody who's not a denarii. You know, how the okay. bank is going to okay. operate from this point on, just like the announcements Wells Fargo was making, hey, we're not doing this part anymore. That's just a waste oh, okay. of our time giving out signature loans, personal loans. You know, we don't want to mess with that mess anymore. And they keep seeing it saying, everybody can't do that. Now, hold on. You know, you know, we can't just deal with the rich. These people still part of the economy, the system, everything else. And the meeting they had two weeks ago, so it didn't affect um, the global financial markets. There's a certain oh. way this is going to have to be done, spread out, and money put into the markets. Like, we want to okay. take our money, and we say, let's wait 30 days, or let's wait and come up with a plan before we just start investing and creating. And they're telling the bank the same thing. You can't just take all this money and flood it and take up all the investments and structures, and, you know, we're going to need some of these people to get in, too. Or you may, you know, prices out of our own market, and you throw that much money in there, make it too cheap. Oh. So they got to have a system. Of doing this okay. and that they're discussing. That makes sense. Right. Makes sense. Okay. All right. Well, those were my questions. Thank you for answering those. And I'm sure hoping it is after the 15th, like my state said. So the 16th will be fine. That's Friday. I'm ready. I got my wig ready and everything. Got a different one this time. Now, I'm ready. So oh my just God. come on and send us that <laughs> said that, it's probably most people on this call don't even know who that is. <laughs> who, Brittany or Jimmy? <laughs> Jimmy, I'm talking about, they don't even know who that is. 
my gosh. That, uh, I'll tell you what, you know, sometimes people say the darndest things. Um, they do. Anyway, that, uh, Tony, are you still of an opinion that, um, and Kazini's still coming as far as you know, he's, he's going to be over here by the end of the month? Oh, yeah. They, they did say that. He would be here by the end of the month. Yep. They haven't you selected the day, but they said the plan is by the end of July. Right. So it would make sense if you, because you had said before that you thought that it would be better for him to announce it before he came here than to do it while he was here or after he went back. you still agree with that? I I agree with it because if I were him, I would want to come with that part done being a sovereign nation, you know, right. um, especially right. what they're coming to talk about, though. So, and, and they've already put it out there. I don't know if you've seen the article. You know, of course, they want to talk about the troop withdrawal, but they want to talk about the corruption and the U.S. getting involved in eradicating the corruption. You want to talk about the transparency in the banks. I don't know that Biden is saying that we're going to wait and negotiate this last part out before we do it because I don't see the benefit of it. And uh, just where we're going, I would think he'd want to make that announcement and come over afterwards. But who knows? Sure, sure. Well, I mean, it makes sense that he would he would look more autonomous if he made the com- made the announcement before he got here uh, so it wasn't dependent upon him actually having come over here um, I don't know so I, I think your your logic is sound as far as that goes um, with the latest stuff that's been going on with the militias and you mentioned the fact that they're going to replace the National Guard with, with special forces and so forth the Interactions with the Russians, with the Syrians, and the militias, does that bear anything as far as a, a, a risk to letting this thing get out of control? That, that if, if, the end, if you end up where the RV is released and all of a sudden Iran is between a rock and a hard spot, because their militias are going to have their money supply cut off. Ideally, you would you would think that, but um, that's going to be the push comes to shove moment, isn't it? As far as whether or not they're they're willing to burn the house down in order to prevent the RV from happening. Is that is that a reasonable assumption? Yeah, or does the RV happen? To prevent the house from getting burned down. So we got to look at Iran continue to, to drag it out because we do nothing. They shoot the worst aim missiles in the world. So they're not giving me any confidence in their military at all. They shut all these missiles, can't hit nobody, ain't killed, or haven't killed anybody, and just barely hurt, you know, three service members. Out of 20 missiles. I mean, that doesn't make things look too good for them doing a war, if you ask me. I mean, that's the best you could do. Now, 
we're bringing back uh, special forces, and they're already running, and they're already complaining about it publicly because U.S. special forces are trained killers. Well, any guy in a military uniform is a trained killer, you know, but that's their concern. So, but if just the thought of it and the fact they put it out is making them leave Iraq, what happens when they actually get there? <laughs> then do they leave Iraq? Then do things change differently. So if special forces are going there and saying, we're just getting ready for the announcement, we're getting ready for what they're going to try once it's done, then we want that part. Because what does happen when the announcement is made, transparency is there, it cuts Iran's money off because it removes the middleman, and the middleman was the one pushing the money to Iran, so long as taking their share in their pocket. Well, that cuts all of that out. So Iran doesn't really have a a way to go at that time unless they can create a a civil war immediately. And one thing about it, when people got food on the table, you know, water in the refrigerator, heat and electricity, and they got a couple of dollars in their pocket, which the RV is going to give them all those things, they are less likely to go lay down in a ditch and fight for you, another country. <laughs> They're like, oh, no, life is just getting good for us now. We're not going to do that. It's not going to be a civil war. It may be special forces against the militia, but Iraq's not going to back them. And that's what Iraq is telling everybody. We don't want it here. We're not going to back it here. And he has yet to meet with the new president of Iran, but he's already having those conversations. So I, I think it helps. I don't think it hurts. I think if they just announced the RV, now I read everybody knew they lost. You got to remember on Friday, Al Kazini said in the next couple of days, there's 200 names that are going to come out who are being investigated, who are going to be arrested. A hundred of them are ministers. That's going to be the game changer. That's what I was waiting to see what happens this week. And so that's supposed to be by the end of the week? He said in the coming days, next couple of days, actually what he said. So, yeah. you know, we don't know what next couple of days means because everything's been the next couple of days for the last two months. Yeah, right. Exactly. But it has to be prior to the election because he wants all those names to come out so people right. know who it was and who it wasn't that's been stealing their money. Sure, sure. Okay, last question. If they've been okay. making these announcements that the, everybody in uh, or the, the farmers, whoever it was, in uh, Kurdistan, if they got paid and the people in southern Iraq in Baghdad haven't been paid. Has there been any repercussions from that? Or are they still just sitting there and not not objecting or complaining or starting up the bulldozer? No, the people, uh, as of yet, right now, people are not, you know, riding in the streets or, or protesting. 
anything. It's only the parliament members who are protesting. You got to remember, all they did was say, hey, we sent $200 billion to Kurdistan. So it's like, you know, D.C. saying, we sent $200 billion to New York. Well, we don't care until we see all New Yorkers riding around in Rolls Royces and Bentleys and wearing fur coats. And Well, now, you know, D.C. is going to get mad. You know, Florida's going to get mad. <laughs> what the hell is going on? And we all started. But as long as you just send it, then we don't see it. So it's something different once that money starts showing up in the streets. It may feel a little bit different. I don't know. But right now, nothing's occurring. All right. All right. Those are my questions. I appreciate the uh, insight for sure. And, uh, man, I'm... <laughs> It'll be interesting what Texas has to say. Um, of course, I, I heard the Texas, you only have to count to four. I don't know if that's true or not, but uh, that was a rumor. Oh, because that oh was, that's why they think they can count. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because the guy had his thumb shot off, <laughs> so the only thing he could do was count to four. And uh, exactly. <laughs> Who knows? Anyway. Okay. Uh, have, All right, have a good day, Houston. Thanks, Ray. Thanks, Tony. Thank I appreciate you. it. Thank you. All right, thanks, man. Ray, hold on. Yes, sir. I hear you playing music in the background, but wait a minute. Is Danny not here? Can Danny not defend Texas? <laughs> I, I hate to end on, 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 on walk dogging them out like that. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's, he's way down nope. the line. He'll have to defend on Wednesday. What's the day? Today's Monday. Okay, Danny. I'll try to help you out. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. All right, guys. Good news Monday. Things are absolutely moving forward. A lot of articles coming out where they're admitting that the white paper contained the new rate where they're admitting that the project to delete the three zeros was part of the white paper. They even answering why they didn't do it in November. Articles today are explaining why it didn't occur in November and when they think it will occur. But for all those people who had doubt for so many years and we were making it up or it was a fantasy or we were all living on hopes and wishes, they are telling you it's absolutely real. It has been in the works for years, and they've tried it a couple of times, but it's closer to happening than to not happening at this moment. So we're really looking good. So are you guys maybe some more information to come out? We're still looking for something this week, possibly the end of the week, but we'll see what happens. But until then, meantime, in between time, enjoy your day. Be super fantastic and share the super fantastic. Most important thing today is if we're going to be here on Wednesday, oh, Danny said, okay, it's going to be because somebody helped pay the bills today. So we'll see. Hi, Ray. Okay, that's going to do it for us for this marvelous Monday. We'll see you guys on Hump Day Wednesday. Keep believing. We sure did. This keeps me going. I'm a 
those days when I feel like giving up. Fire.
Recording, press 1. To return to the conference, Hello. press star. This is your private banker. It's done. It's finished. This what? session is no longer being Buddy. recorded. It's done. It's finished. The RV's on its way. Everything's completed. There's nothing else to say. It's done. It's finished. The RV's on its way. We are just waiting for the call any day. Thank you. 